Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you so much for joining me again today. If you tuned in yesterday, you know that I talked about Jonah. And we know about Jonah. We know that, that he was in the, in the belly of the fish for three days. We know that he disobeyed God. He didn't go to Nineveh. And so, but God spared him. He gave him another chance. I'm so glad that God gives us another chance. We all need another chance because the Bible says we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. It says that in Romans. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I hope you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Our Heavenly Father, today I come to you asking your presence in our lives to be with us, to guide us, to open our hearts, to hear from you. Lord, not to hear from me, but to hear from you, to know that you are leading us and you want to speak to us. Oh God, touch us. Give us strength in our weaknesses. Give us power to overcome, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, folks, Jonah finally gets it right. He finally gets it right. Like I said yesterday, he was thrown into the into the sea, and the big fish swallowed him up. But he kept him there for three nights and spit him back out, gave him a chance. And so finally, Jonah accepts the call as he was asked to go to Nineveh. He didn't want to. He didn't want to go minister to those that so needed help. Maybe he was scared. Well, listen to what Jonah chapter 3, verse 133 says. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh. See, God's given him a second chance. And proclaim to it the message I give you. This time Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now, Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed in all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. But let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on the Lord. Let them give up their evil ways. See, God had something in store for Jonah. God had set the way for Jonah. God was preaching the message, and they received it. See, so many times we think, why do I want to go through this? Because nobody listens. Folks, they will never hear unless they are taught, unless you share the good news. We were talking about that in our staff meeting this week. Is that, you know, it's not like trying to get people into your church. It's like trying to get the church out into the people. That we would minister, we'd go out amongst people and love them and share amongst them and help the lost come to know Jesus and love them right where they're at and let God do the work. See, the problem is sometimes we want to do the work. We think we have to do the work. God wants to work in us. God in us is a hope of glory. God gives Jonah another chance, and people of God, he's going to give you another chance. Take it. Take it now before it's too late. I can tell you this, it feels wonderful to be obedient to him. When you're obedient to God, it feels wonderful. Years ago, when I was 
having an enjoyable life, coaching baseball in the valley here. And, and God had blessed me over and over again with many things. And then I got a call to take a ministry in Washington. And I had never really left home. And I just, I, man, I'm comfortable. I've got things finally going my way. But I started diligently with my parents praying about that decision. And as hard as it was, I chose to go. And I went to Vancouver, Washington in 1979. And God changed my life forever. He changed my life and led me into a deep ministry that ended up leading me one day in 1988 to Boise, Idaho. So my question for you is, are you listening to God's call? Are you really listening for his voice? Is your life so tuned in with Jesus that everything else centers around that? Or is it just the opposite? Is your life centered around everything else? And you just kind of wait from a flash from Jesus. Maybe Jesus is the afterthought. You know, what's odd about Jonah is this. Jonah acted bitter. Even though God saved him, he acted bitter. That's not good. But that is so present in so many people. God saves them from despair and does wonderful things in their life, and they continue to live in bitterness. I know claiming Christians who live in bitterness, and I don't know how they can be Christian and live in bitterness, because the Bible says, if you can't forgive one another, how can I forgive you? I can think of a situation I ran into many years ago where a pastor wanted to be ordained, and he was pushing and pushing to be ordained, but they wouldn't let him for various reasons at that point. This man shared with me his incredible bitterness. The pastor went on and pastored a church that flopped and went somewhere else, and it went bad. And now he's out of the ministry altogether. Folks, bitterness destroys. Did you hear me? Bitterness destroys. I don't know if you still heard me. Bitterness destroys. I remember my senior pastor years ago wanting to set up an ordination service for me. And I thought, that's nice. But God has already ordained me for his ministry. It didn't matter if, matter if I had a piece of paper on the wall or not. At least that was my philosophy. But we had a nice ordination service. They had a great service. And I was ordained in 1982 after being in ministry about four years prior. And it was, it was awesome, but I knew that God had called me much earlier than that, and I was trying to live by his calling. But I can tell you this, as I said before, bitterness destroys. Jonah couldn't understand God's compassion. He didn't get it. God was saving Nineveh, and Nineveh is, uh, needed to be saved. And Jonah didn't think he deserved it. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, none of us deserve the compassion God has for us. But we accept and we are thankful for it. Christ died and his incredible sacrifice opened the door for our compassionate God to give us a chance to come to him. Jonah asked God to allow him to die because he just didn't want to see this compassion given to the Ninevites. Man, that's bitter. That's being really bitter. God tried to reason with Jonah. He said, Jonah, should I be concerned for 120,000 plus people who cannot tell their right hand from their left? I'm glad my God is a God of second chances or none of us would be here. You would not be listening to me on the radio today if God wasn't a God of second chances. 
Do you need a second chance? Is there something going on in your life? Have you truly sold out to him? Or are you just playing games? Are you playing the Christian game? Pastor, I go to church every Sunday. I haven't put something in the offering plate. And I love my neighbors. You love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your might. Do you really love him? Or is it just words? What is the proof that you love him? You can choose to run to God. Or you can choose to run away from him. What is the choices you're making? He leaves it in your ballpark. He gives you freedom of choice. How are you using that freedom of choice? Are you using it for his glory? Or are you not concerned? People of God, I tell you one thing. If a nuclear bomb goes off in this nation, and all of a sudden you're wondering if you're going to live or die, you're going to start thinking about that choice. And some people won't have that choice. It's going to be too late. It's going to be all over. Some people driving down the road were immediately killed in an accident. It's all over. The choice has already been made. You need to make the right choice, the choice to serve him. First John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Folks, that's a big word. It starts off with a big word, if. If. We confess our sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and he's just to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Another important big word, all. All unrighteousness, all those sins that you carry, all those things that you've done poorly. We've all sinned, folks. I've told you earlier that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means every one of us. That means Billy Graham to Tom Doherty to, to President Bush to President Lincoln to President Biden to President Trump. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Some people say, well, man, those people sin. Some people sin more than others. You know, God isn't in the sin measuring business. He's in the forgiving business. He wants you to call upon him. Some may be living still in the belly of the fish. And it's time to make that desperate cry to God so that he could calm the sea. He could calm the waters in your life. And suddenly you could start seeing clearly. Have you? I don't know about you, but like when I don't have my glasses on and I try to look around, I can think there's some things that are pretty blurry to me. And I don't like that feeling of blurry muckiness, not knowing what's going on, not seeing plainly, not being able to read what's on TV or read what's in the book. I want to know what it says, so I need to see clearly. See, that's what Jesus clears up. He makes it clear in your life that you could see clearly, and you could see him, and you all, and myself, have an opportunity to grow in him every single day, and to take time to listen to him, to call upon him, to learn about him. Because someday, folks, we're all going to be together this radio show, all you listening that are Christian, we're going to have a great time in heaven. I'm going to get to meet all of you. It's going to be an awesome time. Well, folks, let's be obedient to God. Let's say yes and allow him to forgive us and to press us to the high calling that he has for us. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 208- 
562-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.